0: And uh, I hope that I can do justice to this. We definitely want to uh, keep Chris and his family in our prayers. Uh, These quarantine situations are incredibly difficult. And uh, as much as we appreciate Chris and his family... Uh, we hate to see them go through this, so we pray for their safe and, and uh, quick return. The uh, message this morning is titled, The Lamb of God. Exodus chapter 12 gives us our first glimpse of the Lamb of God. The story goes like this. Speaking to Moses, the Lord said, On the tenth of this month, They are to each one to take a lamb for themselves, according to their father's households, a lamb for each household. Now if the household is too small for a lamb, then he and his neighbor nearest to his house are to take one according to the number of persons in them, according to what each man should eat. You are to divide the lamb. Your lamb shall be an unblemished male, a year old, you may take it from the sheep or from the goats. You shall keep it until the fourteenth day of the same month, and then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel is to kill it at twilight. Moreover, they shall take some of the blood, put it on the two doorposts, and on the lintel of the houses in which they eat it. And they shall eat the flesh that same night, roasted with fire. They shall eat it with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. Do not eat any of it raw or boiled at all with water, but rather roasted with fire, both its head, its legs, along with its entrails. You shall not leave any of it over until morning, but whatever is left of it until morning, you shall burn with fire." Now you shall eat it in this manner, with your loins girded, your sandals on your feet, your staff in your hand. You shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. For I will go through the land of Egypt on that night. I will strike down all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all the gods of Egypt I will execute judgment. I am the Lord, the the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you live, and when I see the blood I will pass over you. No plague will befall you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. Now this day will be a memorial to you. You shall celebrate it as a feast to the Lord throughout your generations. You are to celebrate it as a permanent ordinance. And it will come about when your children will say to you, what does this right mean to you? You shall say, it is a Passover sacrifice to the Lord who passed over the houses of the sons of Israel and Egypt when He smote the Egyptians, but spared our homes. And the people bowed and worshiped. This is a brief recital of the offering of the Passover lamb. In the Gospel of John, John the Immerser referred to Jesus as the Lamb of God, the Lamb that would take away the sin of the world. There are numerous similarities between the Passover lamb and the Lamb of God, our Savior, our Lord Jesus Christ. First, we need to notice the choosing of the lamb. The lamb was to be one year old without blemish, one for each household. It was made clear if it be a small household, too little for the lamb, they were to join with the family next door. There is a lesson of silence here. It doesn't say that the family might be too big. But rather, it might be too small. If the family or families had 20 members, the lamb would be large enough for all, regardless of its size. The number of people didn't matter. One lamb would serve 10, or perhaps as many as 30. In the matter of the Lord's Supper, the same thing is true. One loaf can serve a congregation of 300. On a day when the weather is nice and no ball games or special television programs are being displayed, an extra 200 people might show up at the assembly. One loaf would be enough For 500, there's always enough of the lamb to go around. Remember the feeding of the 5,000 in Matthew 14, or the 4,000 plus women and children in Matthew 15. Take, eat, this is my body. When it comes to the matter of obeying the gospel, think of the millions The number that no man can fathom that have been buried with Christ in immersion and have partaken of the Lamb of God as their Redeemer, having had their sins passed over. How many more can be saved before the Lamb is consumed? As many as wish to partake. Every drop of the blood of the Lamb can be magnified into an ocean of redemption. The Lamb is large enough for your household and the households of all your neighbors. An old poem comes to mind. There's room at the cross for you. Though millions have come, there's still room for one. There's room at the cross for you. Remember, nothing was said about the Lamb being too small or not large enough. It's the household that may not be large enough. This is true of every household as far as the Lamb of God is concerned. No single household is large enough. No single family can do enough praying for all of the members of the congregation. They are too little for the Lamb. We need to join our households in prayer. And we still won't have enough. No single household can give enough. When it comes to giving, we are all too small for the Lamb. We must join with others to supply the need. When it comes to preaching the Gospel, no single preacher can do enough preaching for all. One preacher is too little for the lamb. There's no way that one preacher can preach the gospel of salvation for all other preachers, and for all of us, he is still too little for the lamb. He gave some as apostles, some as prophets, some as evangelists, some as elders and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of service to the building up of the body of Christ, until we all attain to the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God, to a mature man, to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. Speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in all aspects into Him who is the Head, even Christ from whom the whole body, being fitted and held together by that which every joint supplies, according to the proper working of each individual part, causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. We're reminded of Jesus' admonition to the apostles. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, Immersing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And this is the clincher. Teaching them. Teaching them to observe all that I commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. No single Christian, no single family can do all the work alone. It requires a collective effort. The lamb is large enough to accommodate the entire body of Christ with ample leftovers. In accordance with the instructions given to Moses, the lamb was to be selected on the tenth day of the month and kept until the fourteenth day of the month. During this four-day period, They could examine it for blemishes. We are reminded that the Lamb of God was examined thoroughly. The Lamb of God arrived in Jerusalem on the first day of the week and was examined over the course of the next four days, Monday through Thursday. They looked Him over, stem to stern, top to bottom, front to back. They tried to find a flaw a number of questions were asked in this process. Who is this? Do you hear what these are saying? By what authority are you doing these things? Who gave you this authority? Is it lawful to give a poll tax to Caesar or not? In the resurrection, whose wife shall she be? Which is the great commandment in the law? When will these things be, and what will be the sign of your coming and the end of the age? What is it that these men are testifying against you? Tell us whether you are the Christ, the Son of God. Prophesy to us, you Christ, who is the one who hit you? Are you the King of the Jews? Do you not hear how many things they testify against you? This is the question I really like. What is truth? What is truth? What evil has he done? Do you answer the high priest, so? Were there any flaws in the Lamb? None could be found. Perhaps the statement that best describes his life on earth is when he stated publicly, which of you convicts me of sin? The Apostle Paul declares of him, he was tempted in all points as we are, and yet without sin. He was truly the fulfillment of the law in the flesh. And that should remind us of who we are as Christians. As Jesus was the Holy Spirit in the flesh, we too are the Holy Spirit in the flesh. We have the same potential that Jesus had to be a shining example to the world. As revealed in Exodus 12, the whole assembly of Israel was to kill the lamb. Although there were hundreds, if not thousands, of lambs that were slain, the Scripture speaks of the killing of the lamb in the singular. The whole assembly of the congregation of Israel is to kill it at twilight. In the slaying of the Lamb, there was only one Lamb. It too was killed by the whole assembly of the human race. Who crucified Jesus? It was the Jews. It was the Gentiles. It was Annas, the high priest. It was Pilate, the Roman governor. We all did it. The weight of your sins and my sins was on the hand that held the hammer that drove the nails through the hands and feet of Jesus. We are the murderers. Why make such a fuss over the killing of one Jew 2,000 years ago? Not only was he slain by all of us, but the blood of that one Jew was the blood of the Son of the living God that takes away the sin of the world. Notice the hurry they were in to get the killing done. They were to kill the lamb, roast it, eat it in haste. Their shoes were to be on, their loins girded. Their staff was to be in their hand. This seemed strange, when you consider that they were told not to leave their homes until morning. It reminds us of the haste to kill the Lamb of God. In the trial of Jesus, there was no delay. As we experience today with our modern system of justice, no one read him his rights. A public defender was not appointed. They couldn't wait until the following morning. The trial was held at night, and by nine o'clock the next morning, the lamb had been hung out to die. After they got him on the cross, they were in a hurry to get him down before the Sabbath. His legs were not broken. He was already dead. They were in a hurry to get the deed done. We can only wish that people could be in just as big a hurry to obey the gospel of the Lamb as they were to crucify Him. The world is dying and going to hell, and we can be accused of dragging our feet for not bringing up the good news when we should, for not giving people an opportunity to hear God's Word. The thirteenth verse of Exodus says, The blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you live. When I see the blood, I'll pass over you. No plague shall befall you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. The blood was to be applied to the two sides and the top of the door. The blood formed the true and only sign of the cross. The blood had to be applied in the specified way. It wouldn't be enough to collect the blood in a basin, but the hyssop must be dipped in the blood and struck on the three sides of the door jamb. Keeping the basin at a distance on the front steps or the porch was not enough. The blood had to be applied to the posts supporting the door. To the place where they lived. The Lamb later referred to himself as the door. If anyone enters through me, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. When the, land, when the Lord passed over the land, he was not looking for Israel, he wasn't looking for the Egyptians. He was looking for the blood. The blood made all the difference. The blood was not applied to the threshold. The blood was not to be trampled on. When the Lord passed over that night, no family escaped in the land of Egypt. Exodus 12.29 tells us that every house from Pharaoh to the man in the dungeon, and all the beasts lost their firstborn. To kill the firstborn of the beasts was to kill the gods of the Egyptians. Considering the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world, the blood must be applied in the prescribed way. In Romans 6, the Apostle Paul writes as follows, Do you not know that all of us who have been immersed into Christ have been immersed into His death? Therefore, we've been buried with Him through immersion into death in order that as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have become united with Him in the likeness of His death, certainly we shall be also in the likeness of His resurrection. Knowing this, that our old self was crucified with Him, that our body of sin might be done away with, that we should no longer be slaves to sin. For he who has died is freed from sin just like the fulfillment of the law. We make the sign of the cross at our immersion into the Lamb. If it's the only way to make the sign, that's the way to make it. We pass through the blood of the Lamb and enter His body by the way of the door, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. He is our Passover Lamb. The blood is not to be trampled on. The Apostle Paul says in Hebrews 10, When we willfully forsake the assembling of ourselves together, we trample underfoot the Son of God and regard as unclean the blood of the covenant by which we are sanctified and insult the Spirit of grace. The Lord's Supper is our Passover feast wherein we partake of the body and the blood of the Lamb in remembrance of His having passed over our sins. When the Lord passes over on the last day, none will escape who are not under the blood of the Lamb. That blood will be a sign for us as well. The blood will be looking for the sign of the cross the blood of the Lamb on the doorpost of our hearts. Exodus 12.14 tells us that the Passover feast was to be a memorial throughout the generations of the sons of Israel. It's a memorial for us as well, for Christians are the true Israel that God envisioned from the very beginning. Christians are God's chosen people through the sign of the cross, the blood of the Lamb. By taking the Lord's Supper, we proclaim His death until He comes to claim His own. As John the Immerser said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. He is coming quickly. Thank you, and now the gentlemen will be coming up to prepare our minds for the Lord's Supper. Thank you.